Hi, everybody. I'm Deacon Dave. Welcome to Day 108 of Silence in a Year. Alicia and I are having a little bit of fun before we started this episode. So what are, what are we up to, Alicia, since We're, I carried you on the last episode? Oh, really? So did you mention it was uh, day 108? Yes, I did. Okay. All yes. Right. And, and she carried me on days 1 through 107, so I thought, <laughs> uh, 106, so I thought I would do the last episode. So we are um, today, the title is Stop All the Turmoil. Stop mm. All the Craziness. Please. And the word is calm. Mm. So stop the turmoil and be calm. Be calm in the silence. So today, Cardinal Sarah talks about how the solitude of the desert was absolutely necessary for the development of, con- of the contemplative, so the con- uh, contemplation. And he, he references St. John Bosco, um, and he talks in, in um, St. Faustina, and he says that they got it when they went into the desert. They got it because they experienced that level of oneness with Jesus. And that's how they got to that level. And, you know, he, he, he alludes to, he doesn't really ask the question, but he kind of alludes to the fact that can we all get there, right? Can we all get to be a St. Faustina, a St. John Bosco, you know, a St. Mother Teresa? And I've always said that we are all made to be saints mm-hmm. in our own way. And we don't because we don't um, get to that contemplative place. We allow the turmoil of our world to consume us. And these saints were able to take that turmoil and turn it into calmness. Now, they all had their, their aches and their pains and their desolation and all of that. But they united that in the calmness with Jesus. Ooh, united in the calmness of Christ. Now, that I, that's a statement I haven't heard. I kind of like that one. That'll be on a future homily somewhere. <laughs> We're united with the calmness of Christ. Yeah, yeah. So wow. what do you think about that? I actually really like that. I'm kind of like, <laughs> I'm kind of like shocked right now. So it's like when you go on vacation, right? And it takes you a couple of days to just settle down mm-hmm. and 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 to calm yourself. That's how jacked up, if you will, this world can can make us in the turmoil. And, and I wanted to say something about the saints. I mean, you were talking about some modern day saints there. And uh, the thing about it was, is even though they were calm, it didn't mean that the turmoil was removed. Correct. The turmoil was still there. And so I think really what is being said here is is our ability to to be calm in the midst of the chaos and everything that's going on. And I may have told this story on our podcast, I do not remember, but a guy that came on a retreat and he talked about Mm -hmm. the fact that he came to get away from all the noise. And we had a silent retreat the first night. And he realized that the noise wasn't from the outside, right. but the noise from the inside. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's pretty pretty powerful for us if we're going to reach a more contemplative prayer life that we need to steady the ship, if you will, through the, the power of God's calmness um, if, if we're going to draw into a deeper, more intimate relationship with him. Well, so you know, you talk about how the turmoil doesn't go away. And I can tell you from my personal experience that the turmoil doesn't go away. But that the stronger I have a relationship with Jesus, the, the, the easier it is to walk into that turmoil with a calm mind. Um, I'm not up in arms. The sky is falling. Um, I'm able to just take a step back and say, okay. Um, so I tell you a story about when that happened to me. Um, so you, you, uh, the office that I work out of is in Newport News, but 
since COVID, now I work from home. But I used to drive from Virginia Beach to Newport News every day. And I didn't mind it. I don't mind the traffic. I don't mind that, you know, I'd, I'd pray my rosary or listen to a podcast or whatever. And I really didn't pay attention to all the crazy drivers. Was That wasn't a problem. But I'm driving home in the love of my car that I love so much and going through the tunnel. So if you're from, from um, Hampton Roads, you know that driving through the tunnel can be somewhat challenging for some people. For me, it doesn't bother me. I can get in and out of the t- tunnel, no problem. Um, but anyway, so I was driving my car and my car decided to cough <laughs> in the tunnel. Okay, which means that it was giving up. Oh boy. And all I could think about was, God, please just get me through this tunnel. Just let my car make it through the tunnel. Once we get out of the other side, I don't care what happens, but just get me through. Because getting breaking down in the inside of the tunnel is a nightmare for what mm-hmm. I hear. It doesn't have ever happened to me before. But immediately as I started praying, I didn't get all frustrated and that turmoil in my mind, like, oh my gosh, this car's gonna break down. There's gonna be people behind me. They're gonna be honking. They're gonna be, didn't happen. I did get to the other side of the tunnel and guess what? My car gave up. Wow. And because I had to go to work the next day, I had to figure something out. So I was able to get home 30 miles an hour on the interstate, which is crazy around here, right? Because people were almost going right over me. Right. Um, I had literally prayed my rosary and there was a formulated plan when I got home. And as calm as I could possibly be, I went to the dealership traded in my car, got a new car, had a new car so I could get to work the next day without up in arms. That's because I was able to say, okay, God, where do you want this? Where, how do we go from here? Where, how do we take care of this? That wouldn't have happened 10 years ago. That would not have happened 10 years ago. I'm just thinking part of this has to do with you being a Marine too. The whole time you're talking, yeah, God is giving you peace, but the Marine side of you is is strategizing on how, how you're going to get to work the next day. Well, you know what I mean? Well, and, and yes, yeah, so I had to strategize, but the calmness yeah. of how I got to that <clears throat> point was, was not my Marine training. So here's the funny thing. I'm reading uh, a commentary on Matthew, and I was reading it this morning, and it's the place where Peter's walking on the water and he sinks. And then in the Matthew uh, version, it says Jesus gets in the boat and the sea's calm. And the, the commentary goes on to say that wherever Jesus is, it's always calm. Mm-hmm. Wherever Jesus is, it's always calm. So even when we're totally freaking out, if we can invite Jesus into that place, yes. he will give us calmness. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good story, Alicia. Good. Well, let's yeah. close in prayer. Oh, take away take question, away. young lady. Um, so are you at the point in your relationship with God where you can allow his guidance to stop the turmoil and calm the distress when things don't go the way they should? Mm, great question. Let's close in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your Son, who is the peace within the storms that we have in life. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. See you next time. Bye.